Fantasy Pulse, the podcast that beats into the heart of Eurovision. My name's Kylie, hello, hi, and welcome to Armenia. Oh, I forgot how that bloody song goes, but, um, but anyway, as always, joining me. Barev, it's me, John. <laughs> and uh, hello, welcome to our review of uh, this year's Junior Eurovision Song Contest for 2022. And uh, let me just, uh, before we get into the nitty gritty of things, let's just introduce our special guest for this episode. It's, um, you know, you know who it is already. It's Anne. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Are we all all right? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Just a bit yeah. bummed out by a couple of um, football results I really didn't want. So. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> it's Junior Eurovision, that means one only one thing. It's nearly Christmas! Yay! Yes. <laughs> or the other way round. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, um, what do we all think about this year's um list of songs um personally like i've only listened to the songs like a couple of times um because that because i usually wait until they're all out before listening to all the songs and the last song only just came out a few days ago so mm. i so i had to um so i've only had a couple of chances to listen to them and um i've it's a pretty good year i'm actually kind of looking forward to watching the show yeah same here i've only really listened to them a couple of times each and it's only really been in the last week that i've done it um i'd say that there's quite a lot of breadth and depth in the genres and uh, act types. Um, there doesn't seem to be a glut of one certain type of act or song. So mm. I think when they're actually on stage and um, one after each other, it's going to be quite an interesting show. Um, there's a lot of questions. I've got a lot of questions about what they're going to look like on the stage and trying to preempt what might be coming up. So it's quite, I'd say it's quite an intriguing year. Mm. Uh, John, what do you think? Um, well, I'll, I'll put in a disclaimer, first of all, which is that my all my comments will be on the songs only. Yeah. Um, because because yeah. Of, of, for obvious reasons, because all, all, all the singers are really talented. I just want to get that out of the way. And certain people on that hide behind their laptops on social media don't know where to draw the line yeah um, so <laughs> there is that um i'm gonna be honest um this isn't a bunch of songs that i'm particularly interested in okay. to be honest with you. but um i'm still looking forward to the show itself and the performances and what they do with them but um feel like the, the older I get, the more I realise that um, I'm not the target audience for this. <laughs> I, I mean, Anne's the only parent in this group, so um, <laughs> yeah, with pr pretty much you and me, John, are pretty much out of the depth, <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Yeah. 
but yeah, it's like we always like to point out with our junior reviews that when we talk about the songs, we and and whenever we have anything bad to say about the songs, it is any criticism is strictly to the songs. We're not criticizing any mm. of the kids. You know they're. You know, they're really talented and, you know, Junior Eurovision is usually a fun time for the kids, so we want to keep it that way. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, certain groups of fans want to keep that in mind next time they get angry about a result they don't like. <laughs> I do think that Junior Eurovision is a real test of the purity of the song contest yeah. because the child the kids involved they they're, they're pros really they're really good considering that they're so young that actually you know yes nerves get to them and you know you do get illness and that kind of thing but they still have a really good go at it and and actually a lot of the as i said the intrigue that i've got about some of these songs are down to the fact that there are some questionable choices with language or questionable choices in the video. Mm. And I'm like, ooh, mm, that's that's a good or bad choice. I hope they don't do the same thing in Yerevan kind yeah. of thing. So that's where my intrigue is coming from. Yeah, <laughs> I do think that there'll be a couple of songs well there'll be some interesting discussions i think it's fair to say mm. okay so um before we get started we're gonna do all 16 songs in one go we're gonna do them in mostly alphabetical order with the exception of armenia because they're the hosts and we usually do the host country entry last in our reviews mm. so that's how we're doing it so um, we're basically going to go through all the songs one by one. We'll play short clips of them and then we'll discuss what we like or don't like about them. And then we'll give them a score between zero and five. Zero for the worst and five for the best. And of course, um, <clears throat> our listeners have all given scores through our Google Docs form and uh, that their score will be calculated via the median of all the scores submitted. So... um. Are we just about ready to get started with this? Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so first up... Albania. L'Albanie. This is Caitlin Gyata with Pakez Diel, which means Little Sun. This is a really nice sweet ballad she's got a lovely voice especially in those high notes just in that bit the the clip that you just did there in the chorus um the first time i listened to it i was like oh my gosh this sounds like something else and i i don't know exactly what it sounds like but it does give me breakaway kelly clarkson vibes mm. uh it's got yes. that that 
that kind of a Viennese waltz kind of feel to it. Um, so yeah, I think this is a really, really sweet song that's sung really nicely. A slight Celtic vibe to it, which is a little bit odd. Um, but the video though is very basic. Um, I'm just hoping that they spent all of the money on the song and then had very little money left over for the video. Mm. Um, I'm just hoping that they are able to elevate the performance somewhat. I'm, I'm, I'm envisaging some kind of wafty dancers kind of thing, a nice kind of rotating sun, not like the one in Torino. <laughs> uh <laughs> that didn't blooming work um so i'm i'm hoping that that's going to bring it a little bit more to life because it it felt a bit lifeless in the video and i'm just hoping it's going to be a bit more punchy I do kind of uh, agree with you i mean it's kind of a nice little ballad but i'm to be honest, I'm a little bit worried about it because I'm worried mm. that, you know, it's just nice and nothing yeah. more than that. And that kind of thing I'm worried might be forgotten by the end of the uh. night. But um, but as you say, like, especially towards the end, she has some really nice um, high notes there. So uh, hopefully um, it will, um, as you say, be elevated on the stage but um mm -hmm. yeah it's just yeah it's just a nice ballad and that's about it um what about you john yeah much of the same really i think it's a very sweet nice song with a really good melody my only reservation is that it the song sounds a little und underproduced mm. but um <clears throat> i hope and I'm, I'm sure she will but um that caitlin will give it a very nice performance um on the stage and it, um it will get its fair share of points okay anything else before we give it the first schools of the evening slight tangent to that i love her spelling of caitlin <laughs> I love oh, yeah. that. I, I looked at that and went, oh, flipping hell, I can't say that. Oh, yes, I can. <laughs> oh, yes, I love it. Oh, I, that's possibly my favourite spelling of Caitlin ever. Mm. I love it. <laughs> when, whenever we get round to a Festival Yukangas, I do really love Albanian spellings of yes. names. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a singer called Jessica, but it's Jessica with an XH yeah. rather than a J. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Oh, I love some phonetic spellings. Okay, yes. so um, let's give it a score. So um, I'm going to give this a three. But what about you, John? Yeah, I'll, I'll start with a three as well. Yeah, a three for me as well. And the public, give it a two out of five. Oh, that's yeah. a bit mean. Yeah, I don't see a lot of, of um, appreciation for this song amongst um, fans of Julia. Mm. Yeah, if I call Which makes me a little bit worried. Yeah, if I call, recall correctly, I don't have my phone with me. <laughs> but um, when I last checked that um, my EEC scoreboard community scores, I think this was dead last, which is Aww. um, no, yeah. 
sad. Oh, well. Okay, so next up... France. La France. This is Lissandra with Oh Mama. Oh Mama, oh Papa, seems that it's incredible on my face. Comme dans le miroir de ma chambre. Oh, 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 yeah. um, one thing I would will say about France is that they're one of the only, maybe the only country that consistently targets its songs towards the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is um, a good thing, really, for the contest. On the other hand, it's a bad thing for me um, because, as I <laughs> said, as I said earlier, I'm not the target audience for this song um but hopefully there are a lot of young kids watching that love this kind of fun french song um it's not my style of music at all but i hope i i think it will do well and i hope so yeah it's funny that you mentioned that um how you know, you struggle with certain songs because you're not the target demographic. It kind of made me think that, you know, when I ju- judge junior Eurovision entries, I kind of judge it on two different kind of fronts. Uh, I don't, don't know what the right word is. But anyway, on one part, like, I judge it as, like, I would, like, word in a regular regular Eurovision song like as an adult and then on the other hand I kind of try to judge it as like if I was 10 years old would I like this song <laughs> kind of thing <laughs> and I mm, think that and I think that 10 year old me would have enjoyed this song I mean it's a nice cute and bouncy kind of like um rockabilly throwback like I've been doing looking back into like what kind of hits were going on in Europe and um, from what I can tell in the late 80s there was kind of like a rockabilly thing going on in the French charts in the 80s so it kind of makes sense Mm. that they would go down this well and um, you know um, from what I can understand the song is basically like a kid like singing in front of the mirror in his bedroom pretending to be a pop star kind of thing uh, that's kind of like that that's something that most of us has done as kids so oh, yes. i think that's quite mm-hmm. a cute idea so um yeah i quite enjoy this one and um as you say oh. france are usually very consistent when it comes to junior eurovision so um yeah what do you think anne yeah. Um, I, I just talking about what you were saying there about, you know, would 10 year, 10 year olds like this, um, working in a junior school and the fact that we have a a French teacher at our school and hearing the, um, rudimentary French that happens in the school, I just kind of think they, they would lap this up because you just hear mama papa and all you go oh yes and you could i could hear the children kind of being engaged in a song like this just because they know the rudimentary song the rudimentary language which is 
also a skill of from the songwriter's point of view as well um one of which is barbara pravi oh yeah <laughs> which it shocked me when i was like oh my gosh she wrote a bit of this wow it's nothing like um her eurovision song so that shows a bit bit skill um other things i love the fact that the video had bits of eiffel tower in there <laughs> it was you know it was fun to be it's a really energetic really fun performance i think the song is all about the chorus and i think that the verse does get left behind mm -hmm. a little bit um <laughs> this may well be a very backhanded compliment but this feels very georgian <laughs> this feels like it's something georgia could have done at any point in the last five ten years yeah, that kind of mad pat mad cap or you know there was a lad the other what was it um oh there was a lad who did a song a, a jazzy song a couple of years ago for for georgia and that kind of reminds me of this of all the smiles or something oh yeah i remember that one yeah that oh, kind that was, of reminds yeah. me of it that it's was last that, year yeah. was it that it, it, I can kind of hark back and see other Eurovisions. Um, and it's also nice to see that Fran France also shakes it up with the girls and the boys. Because they've <laughs> had quite a bit of success with the girls. And it's quite nice that they've got a boy now. So, yeah, uh, it's, yeah. I, I, I think this will do, um, I think this will do well, but not win. Yeah. Mm. I think I think it's gonna France t French TV will be like oh we've done well but few we don't have to host <laughs> although they may well want to again I don't know yeah, who knows okay so um, are we ready to give it a score mm. yeah okay so I'm gonna give this a four for me personally it would be a two but I realise that sounds a bit harsh. Oh, that's okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I will uh, give this trois. Trois points. Trois points. Okay. Trois <laughs> and the public also give it trois points. Three points. Cool. <laughs> okay, so next up. Georgia. La Georgie. This is Mariam Big Father with I Believe. Well, um, I think the volume and the contrast goes up for this number. This is, I, I, the video is absolutely stunning. Mm. I just thought that video was uh, amazing. I I love the kind of the white and the black cutout outfits and the kind of banging of the drum and all that kind of thing. And I, I just thought it was like 
it wouldn't have surprised me if Lady Gaga herself had had uh, directed that video. I just thought it was <laughs> absolutely stunning. She just looks like the typical Georgian girl. She's just she's beautiful. Oh, she's so beautiful. I love her hair. I love the outfit. Her voice is amazing. Um, when I first heard this song, I was really put off by the chorus. However, I have kind of been thinking about the the kind of rudimentary English. Thinking about what I said earlier about the rudimentary French that people might have and associate that with the French song. I think that people who don't speak English will have the rudimentary English to understand the chorus because the chorus, the words don't quite have the right syntax and the right um, tense, but it doesn't matter because she's getting the words out that people will understand. And I think actually that's quite clever. So although at first I was a bit about it, I've come round quite quickly. And I think this is going to get them a very good result because I think it's going to appeal to children. And I think it's going to appeal to the jury and any adults who are watching. Yeah. Um, I've seen quite a few people um, say that they really like this song and it seems like a song that I should like, but maybe I need a few more listens to really get it. Because like, there is some like really interesting musical elements in this that I wouldn't have expected in a junior mm. entry. But I don't know. I just, I just at the moment I just kind of feel like the song is a bit flat and sterile. I don't I don't know. I it is. It's just not really grabbing me like I wanted to, but again, I it might just need a couple more listens for me. So, um, yeah. Um, what about you, John? I'm slightly on the fence as well, but I am waiting for the performance, which I'm sure, as always with Georgia, will be spectacular. Um, Georgia and their neighbour Armenia have really got. They really get junior Eurovision. I think they they kind of rule the contest. Um, also, how many Mariams is that now? <laughs> Mariams and Sophos. It's yes. full of them. No men, though. There's barely any men. No. <laughs> Okay. This, any... is, a, oh, this is a very, sorry, it's a very, very niche reference, but possibly one of the reasons I really got the video, this is extremely niche. Mm. And if anybody listening to the podcast gets this, then well done you. <laughs> um, me and my husband are really big fans of a show on Dutch and Belgian telly called The Mole. Okay. We had us <laughs> and... A se- a, 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 the series that happened a couple of years ago happened in uh, the the Dutch. No, it was yes, it was the Dutch series ha- happened in Georgia, and oh. they a lot of the buildings were like the one that she was in, and they had like you know they have ob- odd objects, and then they'd have these kind of 
um, kind of fuzzy TV screens and stuff. And it just kind of made me very atmospheric and like, oh, yes, I could see like some people coming in and doing doing puzzles and clues and, and things like this. And I was like, oh, yes, it just reminds me of that. And I got a bit mm. like nostalgic and stuff. So I feel like through that TV show, I've got to know a little bit more about the Georgian culture and the the kind of Georgian architecture and the Georgian feeling. And I I just got that song a lot quicker than maybe mm. I other people might have. I don't know. That's so nice. Do you think they use the same filming locations? Possibly, possibly, because <laughs> they, they do use a lot of odd places. Like they'll use like odd old kind of power stations for one and then they'll be in an opera house for another one so mm -hmm. they kind of use a lot of different um uh, uh filming locations so they may well of hmm, that's interesting mm. okay um anything else before we give it a score um well last time armenia hosted the contest georgia won just saying <laughs> history might be repeating again <laughs> you never know you never know okay so um i'm going to give this a three it's a three from me and i'm giving it five. Oh, nice okay and the public give it a four out of five <laughs> okay so um next up ireland this is Sophie Lennon with Solas, which means light. I think this might be my favourite of them all this year. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, I'm so predictable. Oh, uh, it's just so pretty. It's just like, like th this is like what we want in a Irish Eurovision entry. We want a nice, pretty Celtic ballad, and like RTE, like send something <laughs> in Gaelic for once. What have you got to lose? Like, uh, yeah, I don't really have much else to say other than it's just really pretty and I hope it does well. So, um, yeah, <laughs> someone follow that up for me. Uh, shall I go? Yeah. Um, so this, just going from the video, so it's extremely Irish yeah. in look yes. and sound. She's got the red hair. She's got the kind of like Celtic outfit on. Mm -hmm. It's it's all there. She's in the green field. She's got the lighthouse. Um, in terms of the song, it has a nice key change at the end. And I love the bit where she does like the, the reveal of the dress. I'm not quite sure if the if or how they could do that on stage, because I think that might be a bit epic. <laughs> um, uh, now, the first thing I thought of when I heard this song is, oh, 
It's a Bistro Vody ripoff. <laughs> and it is. The chorus is is Bistro Vody by Regina. Um, but Irish fired. And I was like, oh, naughty, naughty, naughty. Um, <laughs> for me, the tune is kind of memorable, but kind of not memorable enough. Unfortunately, uh, Gaelic is very odd sounding to the ear and doesn't always flow in the way you expect it to. And it is quite hard for it to catch your ear and start singing along with it, just like general kind of Gaelic music. So I think that the the language does um, kind of take away a little bit from from the song. Um, that said, if they did start doing loads of it in English, it would sound awful because it just wouldn't flow quite right. Um, so I mean, I mean, um, uh, I O U is still my favourite Irish junior eurovision song <laughs> and this this hasn't quite knocked it off uh and also iou's video is epic yeah. uh, <laughs> is that the one with neve kavanagh in yes yeah. and ryan sh- um and uh ryan's ryan from together yeah he's in the video ryan as well. yeah. yes yeah, uh, the one thing the one thing that was missing from this music video was a cameo from Linda Martin. Or <laughs> yeah, she um, could have been a, like her mum. Yeah, I nearly said her grand, but she's not quite that old. <laughs> you odious oh, little woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I love it when Ireland does something like this, and I'm I'm really pleased that the Irish language broadcaster is persevering with the contest. Yes. Um, I loved uh, Banshee from a few years ago. Um, yeah, which yeah. was the one where where Linda Martin played the Banshee. Um, <laughs> and, and no what... acting there. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I as you, as, you, as you were saying about being memorable, I don't think this is quite as memorable as Banshee was, but it's still, it's still very good. Um, and I, I think it, it's a grower. Um, I've only listened to the, the songs once through and then a recap. Um, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to this and I always like it when Ireland says, sends something like this. And they need to um, consider doing something like this in Eurovision, which they haven't done yeah. for a very long time. Yeah. Um, I think I think the last time they sent something quite folkish was Dervish, and that went very wrong. So um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give it another go. What have you got to lose? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anything else before we give it a score? Nope. Okay, so obviously I'm going to give this a five. Nice. Um, I'll give it a four. Uh, I'm giving it three. And the public, give it a four out of five. Oh. 
Okay, so next up. Italy. L'Italie. This is Chanel Delector with blah blah blah. Sadly, not a cover version of the Gigi D'Agostino song. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's the clip. I think you should, Kylie. Oh, okay. Considering you are the kind of Italy person, or you're more Italy than we are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks. Okay. Um... That's a good thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. <laughs> of course. Um, okay, so um, I think this song is pretty decent. It's quite cute and quite Disney Channel-ish. Um... I'm not really expecting like an amazing result. I actually don't really know what's going to happen to this song, but I think it's quite cute. And um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say. So um, I think it's some sort of like a self empowerment song, which is kind of nice. But um, yeah, yeah, it's just it's just cute. And yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about that. So, um, <laughs> Oh, okay, so who wants to go next? Well, um, Facts fans, uh, part of the music video was shot in the Rye TV and Radio Museum in Turin. And I oh. know that because and I know that because I was there. Oh. <laughs> I've been to that museum during Eurovision week. Oh, that's cool. Oh. Yeah, I watched the video. Was like, oh, I've been there. My goodness. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think this is a fun song. Um, I don't know if it's a vote winner, but I appreciate the fact that it's fun. And I, mm. I, in my opinion, for Junior, for the children, most of the songs should be fun. Um, yeah. Um, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I feel that was written about um, the things I say on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, don't put yourself down no. that much. <laughs> um, what about you, um, Anne? Um, I, I agree. The video is really, really cute. She's got her, her outfit has slight 70s vibes. Uh, in particular, she reminds me a little bit of a brunette Sheila B. Devotion doing Spacer. Oh, uh, yeah. With, like, the... Yes. <laughs> Um, kind of, even with like the little um, astronaut head she wears every so often. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, I think it's a really cute. So it, the the chorus is very catchy, mm. and it's all about the chorus. I did actually have to look up um, quickly when I first listened to this who it was written by because part of my brain was like, this could. This sounds some, like a bit like a, a representante de lista kind of song. I could hear them, yes, see them, them doing a kind of like quirky little routine to it. Um, I, I, I get, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
I, I, I think that this is a lovely, fun song. I think some of the girls are going to really like this, especially if it's kind of stage in a kind of cutesy kind of way. I don't think this is a winner mm. by any. I think this is probably going to be in the middle somewhere. But, you know, this is the kind of song that, you know, if it was on at Euro Club down at the beer head in Liverpool, I'd be there going, blah, 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 parole, parole. Especially yeah. when you're drunk. Ah, <laughs> oh. Okay, anything else before we give it a score? Well, one last thing. Her name's Chanel, so she's going yes. to get loads of votes from Spain. <laughs> yes. oh. Okay, so... Um... I'm going to give this a three. Um, it's a four from me. Yeah, four from me. Um, the public, give it a four out of five. Ooh. I feel a little bit of a Scrooge now, but <laughs> <laughs> too late now. <laughs> nah. Okay, so next up. Kazakhstan. Le Kazakhstan. This is David Charlene with Joanna, which means Mother Earth. Um, so his vocals are just so powerful. He's obviously got a huge voice yeah. and I actually can't wait to hear how powerful it is live because I think it could be even bigger. Um, the, the video, though, was um, a bit stark. Yeah. Um I think I I can without going into too much detail. I think I can kind of understand where they were coming from. Uh with the kind of pictures of the fighting and the guns and the soldiers and then being blown apart. Mm. And then come becoming like a, a a love kind of symbol. Um I actually watched this with my 7-year-old. And he told me distinctly he didn't like the video. He didn't oh. like the guns. Mm -hmm. He didn't like it. And I kind of said, and I did say to him, but what happened at the end? And he kind of said, oh, well, it came together and it was like all peaceful. And ha I said, well, what do you think that kind of means? So the fact that I had to specifically tell him yeah. what it meant tells me that the message maybe didn't get through. Yeah. Um, I can imagine though that maybe if they took that away and maybe had some kind of balletic wafty dancers kind of doing some kind of reaching out and kind of thing rather than something quite so stark. Um, I the other thing was it ended very suddenly, mm. and I was like, ah, oh. I hate that when that happens. Um, so I hope I hope they've sort of done something to make it a bit more of a this is the end 
rather than thinking, oh, is this a false ending? Oh, no, the video's finished. <laughs> uh, oh. so, yeah, yeah, so um, there's a lot of positives, but I have a lot of kind of uh, reservations about yeah. the staging. Yeah. Uh, and if that goes wrong, I mean, saying that Kazakhstan's stagings in the past have been quite memorable. Yeah. And they do use props and they do use the the backgrounds really, really well. So I am hoping they're going to go down the right route and not do what they've done in, not quite done, do what they've done in the video. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder, like, how much the EBU would step in in terms mm. of, like, oh, you can't have this staging, it's not family-friendly yeah. kind of thing when it comes to junior vision. So I don't think it's going to... The staging is going to be quite, like, that stark um, as the music video, but, like, I'm expecting, like, something big revolving around some sort of peace metaphor and it's yeah. all gonna look very nice and stuff like that so that's what i'm expecting um the song itself i'm it um, it doesn't really go anywhere for me mm. and i struggle to remember it very much so i think this is a song that's probably playing more to the juries because the mm. kid sounds mm. amazing so um yeah it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out um, what about you, John? It's appropriate, Anne, that you mentioned what your Marcus thought about it, because I wasn't sure at what point to bring this up, um, because there are a, a few songs um, that I could um, aim this at. But mm. um, um, if you know, if Junior is meant to be a, a contest for children, there there have been a lot of songs like this sort of dramatic ballads that showcase the singer's voice but do children listen to this kind of music mm. well like there's been a couple of like disney-ish ballads which i think yeah. kids like because like i i know that you know i've liked quite a lot of bit disney ballads you know like yeah. Beauty and the beast and mm. you know the song from the little mermaid um you know so i do think there is a childhood audience for that kind of thing but the more serious kind of more adult-ish ballads yeah. like a certain winner from a few years ago yeah. that, um i just i'm not sure that many kids would really appreciate that yeah mm. the other thing i would say as well is that um, although I don't think many children listen to this kind of music, they may well aspire to go, I want to be like that singer. Yeah. I want to true. be yeah. like, I want to be on the stage. I want to be the dancer that's dancing behind them. So it may not, well, it may not be that they're voting because they like that kind of song. It might be they have a connection with the whole aspiration side of junior eurovision which Absolutely. is an amazing thing yeah, you yeah definitely that's, a very, have... that's a very good point yeah you definitely have a point there because i remember um um george's most recent winner i forget what her name was but like that was it like mariam uh, mariam uh... <laughs> <laughs> pick a pick a pick a name, any name. You have the same name, yeah. 
dear. Um, but anyway, I remember, like, you know, she had that big kind of, like, West End kind of song. Yeah. And that's because... Love that. Yeah, and, like, the, the, she, she, her song was in that style because, like, she aspires to be, like, a Broadway singer when she grows up. So, it, yeah, you definitely got a point there. Yeah. There, yeah. There's not I, I, I'm I, this is like a little sneaky hint, but there are a, there are a few songs. There's not many songs this year where I've gone. I could imagine some of the children at school wanting to be you, yeah. wanting to be, and I think that is a very important, especially for children who may well be watching and then just vote votes when they've watched the show. Um, I think a lot of children will be voting for that kind of act. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Um, although I do personally, I think if Kazakhstan does well, which I'm sure they will, it will be mostly because of the jury vote. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned a certain winner from a few years ago, and if it's the one that I'm think I think you're thinking of, um, that one mainly because of jury points as well yeah um but anyway um yeah kazakhstan have had some very good songs in um but i'm not as swept away by this one as i was with some of their earlier songs mm. Mm. um but you know I'm, they'll 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 do fine yeah okay so anything else before we give it a score Uh, Okay, so I'm going to give this a three. Yeah, it's a three. Yeah, three. And the public also give it a three out of five. Full house, yay! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're pretty much at the halfway mark now. So, um, next up... Malta. Malta. This is Gaia Gambutsa with Diamonds in the Skies. So come with me, one, two, three. Look at all the wonders. I see planets turn around. Watch them dancing around the sun. It's so easy like ABC. We just need to look around. Never close our eyes. We're diamonds in the skies. Jolton, you're starting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is so multi-Eurovision national final, isn't it? Mm. (laughs) Pick any multi-Eurovision national final and you you could find a song exactly like this one. And I'm (laughs) and I'm not that is not a diss, that is not a bad thing. I'm just saying. Um yeah, I do want to point out something which I noticed earlier on when this song was chosen. And I think there was um, there was a video um, of the uh, national final winners' performance, um, and it was um, it was shown in the comparison to the same video from the Dutch national final. Um, and in the Dutch national final, you know how the singer sings their winning song, and all the other contestants come come on stage, and they they look really happy for the winner jumping up and down dancing mm. etc um at the Maltese national final all the other contestants looked furious oh, <laughs> no! um 
which is uh, which is unfortunate and um i just hope that um the um young stars in malta aren't being put under too much pressure yeah you know it's it's slightly worrying um but yeah that's that's all i wanted to say about that really okay um so no other comments on the song or i'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it okay okay so um i'm pretty conflicted about this song because like it has some cool kind of like synth wave production going mm. on like especially at the video i think they are quite blatantly trying to cash in on the stranger things trend um and so that's like, not a children's show though is it no not really <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, i was watching that and i was like but, but it's not a children's show no like, like, probably still you know, watch it though i know i know but <laughs> it's like you, you you can go you can only go so far really mm. before yeah. you start thinking mm, it's crossing a line yeah. but anyway carry on carly yeah so like when the songs first started going on I was thinking oh this is interesting I might like this but then the actual song started and it was mm. just kind of uh, it, it was just kind of weak so it just kind of sounded <laughs> like putting this cool 80s kind of retro sound was just trying to put a spicy meatball on top of a pretty bland yeah. meal so <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Mm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's kind of like um, um, lost opportunity, kind of mm. loss of potential. I don't know how you put it, but um, yeah. yeah, that's how I feel. I, I, I do appreciate it for being a fun pop song, but I'm I'm under no illusion that it's the best thing ever. Which um, I've seen some people talking like it's the best thing ever, and I'm not quite there. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it, it. I mean, it's fun, but it's fun, not in capital letters, yeah. font eight, yeah. in Comic Sans. That's, <laughs> that's, that's how fun this is. Um, I love the instrumental. I think yes. it's an absolute, it's a banging track underneath. Um, I quite like her singing voice, but her voice sounds very flat in mm. the mix and i i i hope it sounds better live yeah um i i think that might change the dynamic slightly um i think the disconnect in this song and there's another song that we're going to review in a bit which i'm going to say exactly the same thing is that i think somebody has jeskified this song I think somebody's found this song and said, let's make it a junior Eurovision song. Mm. And actually, I think if it had punchier, better, less faffy, uh, kind of beating around the bush lyrics, like aspirational kind of thing, it it if it was actually about something a bit... Stranger Things-ish, if it was a bit more punchy, it would work. 
and the fact that it's just diamonds in the skies it's a bit like you know I want I, I want I want it to be punchier. Mm. It, she does. I'm gonna say it. I wasn't gonna say it. But I feel like I, she does give me born girl. Give it nothing. Oh, no. <laughs> and I want. To, I just wanted to just get up and run about and dance and have fun. And that's why I'm hoping, that's why I'm hoping the live performance will give it that umph it dearly needs because yeah. at the moment it just feels flat yeah it could very well be that whoever makes this just completely overprocessed the vocals yeah. yeah maybe and you say it was justified um yeah it I, it could pop up in um next month's multi eurovision and we wouldn't know the difference <laughs> <laughs> yep oh Okay, so um, anything else before we give it a score? No. <laughs> I was just going to say I'll take that as a no. Um, I'll give this a two. Three. Two. And the public, give it a three out of five. Okay. Oh, so, quite me. So um, next up. The Netherlands. Les Pays-Bas. This is Luna with La Festa, which means the party. Get ready for La Festa. La 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 la. Everything's perfecto. Oh 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 oh. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Tonight will be bellissimo. Enjoy La Festa, Festa. La 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 la. Hey. Oh 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 um, yeah, in marked contrast to the previous song, I feel like Luna gives this a lot of welly. Yeah. Mm. Um, and the Netherlands doing what they seem to do best at Junior, which is sending a nice, fun song that's got a lot of oomph, as you said. Um, I picked this up on first listen as one of my personal favourites. Um and I think people will respond and it will do well. I hope. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if I need a couple more listens, but like, um, I kind of felt this song was kind of like throwing everything in the kitchen sink kind of thing. Like it mm. didn't know whether to be like an Avicii style EDM song or a traditional Dutch Oompa Oompa song <laughs> so it just kind of like mashed the two together and throw in a bunch of gratuitous Italian words in on, on top of that so um like like I do think there's a like a fun song in there and yeah it's very typical Dutch junior entry so um yeah I'm, I'm not quite sure what to make about this song um, what about you, Anne? Yeah, I picked up quite quickly on the chorus verse Misfit. It did feel like it, when the Sugar Babes used to like sing different bits and then put them together to make a song, <laughs> uh, that the verses and the choruses were just written by two different people and then just sellotaped together. Um, I, I, I also agree with John that 
she's given it a lot of welly and the stage show is quite fitting. However, I need them to sack the choreographer <laughs> because the dancing just doesn't fit with the song. It It's too aggressive. It's got that stompy street style, mm. which is not what... The, I, I mean, it's about a party. It needs to have fun, lighter, jumping... Not them kind of crunking. <laughs> it's it's it doesn't. It needs smoothing out. Mm. Um, and I, I almost want her. I, I I need her to give some of her energy and some of that oomph to the last lass, so that she's got a bit more and Luna's got a bit less. And then I think it would even out a little bit more. The Dutch are doing what they they do best, which is to send a very kiddie song. Mm. Um, and I, I guess in a year like this, it I, I do get very annoyed when there's too many of those kind of kiddie songs. And there's not this year. So it it is a little bit of light relief. Mm. Um, however, uh, there is a part of it which is nicked from Wrecking Ball. <laughs> uh, the... Da 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 da, yeah. da 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 It's it's wrecking ball, and I'm like, <laughs> I get annoyed. Yeah, there's there's other notes you could have chosen, but flaggy no, art. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I I think this it's 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 a good song. It's a bit iffy in the staging. And I'll be interested to see how they settle that or if they just keep it as it is. I like that word crunking. I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Crunk, crunking up in this dancery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Anything else before we give it a score? No. No. Okay. So I'm going to give this a free. Yeah, I, I, I think the kids will go for it. I think I'm giving it a four. I'm going to give it two. And the public, and this really surprised me, gave it a five out of five. What? I know. <laughs> I know the Dutch are very good at this online voting thing, but <laughs> this is taking the Michael. Yeah, I was Well, na- now I... N- now I feel slightly vindicated. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if it was most, mostly Dutch people voting in this. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Um, yeah, there was. There's no way of like figuring it out because, like, the because when we you do the Google survey, I don't tick the option where yeah. it collects your email address because I'm not that skeevy or anything like that. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I'm not like um, Facebook trying to steal your private information or anything yeah <laughs> uh, anyway so um next up north macedonia la macedoine du nord this is laura featuring jovan and irina with jivotot et pred mene which means life is ahead of me i have my life
considering I'm he wearing headphones. So, um, yeah, this is I, this is quite frustrating because I do think that the actual song is kind of cute. It's going for that kind of late 2000s electro swing kind of thing but oh my god like whoever did the mixing for this song needs to be sacked because <laughs> it is so bricked out like when i was editing the clip it when i saw the wave file for the audio it was just a brick and it is just like when when you wear headphones, it's just not good because it's just so much louder than the other songs, and it's just oh, it's just such a shame because as I said, I think the song is quite cute, but again, it's just oh, um, the 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 mixing gives me a headache. Mm. Um. Well, we talked about sellotaping songs together and. I, I feel like this song really doesn't know what it wants to be. Um, the 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 rapping seems to have been brought in last minute as an afterthought, which isn't too inaccurate because I think it was just going to be the two girls originally, and they brought they brought in the boy quite late on. There's also that very discordant note. They oh, did, yeah. did, <laughs> which is very. Um, Unusual, shall we say? Yeah, um, it's a choice. It's a choice. It was a choice. Um, so, yeah, this it's just a song that doesn't know what it wants to be. And yeah, it's... I fear it not heading for very many points, sadly. Yes. I, th I think the amount of points it may, may get is similar to the... Uh, the theme of their Eurovision song, which is going round in a circle. <laughs> um, so I hope not. I hope not, because I did have a little chuckle to myself when I was watching this, because the, I just found the video um, A, hilarious, and then B, a lot of missed opportunities. Who didn't get the North Macedonian flag on those umbrellas. <laughs> they, oh. they had red ones. They had yellow ones. Did they not think <laughs> to maybe put one that was, you know, had a Macedonian flag? I'm sure they did that in the, um, in uh, the Jesk, uh, no, the um, Birmingham Eurovision um, uh, postcards yeah. or something. Yeah. We that, know they, that the Macedonian flag looks good on an umbrella. Why do they? They just look like Mastercard logos with the yellow <laughs> and the red one. Um, uh, ironically, um, having just heard what you all had to say, the one thing uh, both me and my husband said when we listened to this for the first time is, actually, we could have done with more of the rap. <laughs> we actually found that as quite a nice uh, balance between the girls. Um, it, it, it does feel a little bit like it was kind of juxtaposed in a little bit, and I think it probably would have worked better if it have, if his bit had been a bit all the way through rather than clumped in the middle, a bit like that Bosnian effort a couple of years ago yeah. where they got the rap in kind of halfway through the production. Yeah. 
Very much um, an afterthought. Yes. Um, I, I think the two girls in the video are just hilarious, especially the bit where one of them has that huge beige beret on and the dog. <laughs> and, it's just, I, and the way that they're kind of rolling their eyes and kind of talking, I like, I expected them one, one of them to go like, oh my God, he was like so bad. And then like, <laughs> he was like, so, and then can I get a selfie? <laughs> I, just, I just thought, it, I know, I need like the Gilmore Girls version of whatever that is in Macedonian. I know, um, like totally. Yeah, like totally. Um, the song is a bit weird. It just doesn't quite go where you expect it to go. And that chorus is just really odd. Um, oh, that and, was my uh, favourite part of the music video as well, the doggy. Yeah, I like that. The dog, the, you know, maybe, well, no, maybe they won't have the dog on there. But, um, yeah, I just, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's, I'm, it just comes across as very amateur and mm. I'm not just talking I'm not necessarily talking about the performance I'm talking about the whole shebang the visuals the words the yeah. lyrics the 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 sound the the, the uh, everything it just just it just lacks umph and thought and care Mm, yeah. Um, anything else before we give it a score? Mm, don't think so. No. I just thought that, you know, I was thinking, you know, you mentioned the doggy, like <laughs> like like <laughs> like I know that live animals aren't allowed on in Eurovision, so I'm just wondering if they could get one of those little robo doggies instead. Uh, if they can have a robot presenter, they can have yes. a robot dog. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if it's good enough for San Marino, it's good enough. Okay, um, let's give it a score. So um, I'm going to give this a two. Yeah, two. Yeah, it's a two. And the public gave it a three out of five. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Okay, so um, next up. Poland. La Pologne. This is Laura with To the Moon. Um, so this is one of the other songs I think has been jeskified. Mm-hmm. Uh, the another track which is absolutely ba- the the instrumental of this is just absolutely banging. It is a cracking backing track. Yeah. Um. I what I need Laura to do is I need Laura to go on stage next Sunday and not sing any of the English bits. 
because they are the worst bits. <laughs> when she is singing in Polish, it sounds so much more natural and the tune and everything just sounds better in Polish. When she sings it in English, it's it's almost like her vocal cords don't quite give enough power. Mm. I don't know. There's something about the production or something to do with the English parts. And I just want them to get rid of it. And I just want her to sing it in, in Polish because it just sounds so much better. As for the video, there was all that kind of gubbins to do with, like, you know, astrology, astronomy and going to the moon and that kind of thing. I much preferred the bits where she was just in the hall dancing. And I wish they had just kept it like that rather than trying to get lots of the narrative in. And I, I found the the video a little bit confusing and there, there were too many ideas. And I feel like that's what, I feel like this should be an amazing song and I should absolutely love it. But there's too many ideas and there's too many things that just make me confused. Um, and I'm hoping that maybe some of that gets ironed out when she does it live. Mm. Um, but uh, I've I've got I've got issues. Yeah, um, I understand what you mean that it should be amazing, but it's not quite there. And that's kind of my sentiment because, like, I do think this is a very well done kind of pop song but like i don't know what it is but like there's like something missing that like pushes it over the edge for me and i'm not sure what it is but you know overall i do like this song and i think that poland should do well as usual with this song because yeah. yeah it just, it it feels feels very well done and you, you can usually rely on them when it comes to their junior staging so um yeah i think this mm. is gonna do do really well I think um, what about you John yeah I think it'll do very well um, but it, it feels samey to me to be honest with you I'm not really on board with it so much but it's you know it's fine it's good um, yeah the, the song title makes me think of something else though yeah <laughs> <laughs> sachet away <laughs> I well, well, I was going to say don't. I know we're not going to say that in front of the juniors, are we? <laughs> don't <laughs> yeah. and don't. No, you'll get mess the, it the, up. No, you'll go exactly. Karen's yelling at us. No, we don't want anything that like that, oh. kids. Can uh, of worms. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else before we give her the score? No. Okay, so I'm going to give this a four. Three. Three. And the public also give it a three out of five. Mm. Okay, so um, <clears throat> next up. Portugal. La Portugal. This is Nicolas Alves with Anos 70, which means the 1970s. Eu tento explicar, mas não é quem entenda que eu devia ter na 
miedo nos da no se that there was a song like this um, in in Junior, this kind of like lo-fi kind of 90s-esque kind of alt-rock song. And uh, so um, you wouldn't be surprised to hear that this is one of my favourites. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it, it's right up my street. And um, I think the kid has some, has an interesting voice, like, like, like he goes from doing like the the high point like the high voice and then he goes into like the gruff kind of rock voice which is kind of interesting so yeah i think this kid might have like a bright future in rock music if he can like already have that much range at that age um I'm not sure how a song like this is going to do in Junior Eurovision. Mm. I worry that it might be a bit too different for all the kiddies who want the pop song. So I, I hope this doesn't completely bomb, but um, we'll see what happens. Oh, hello? Yeah. I, I think um, I think Nick, Nicholas has got one little fact wrong, it, which is I don't actually think he wants to be born in the 1970s. <laughs> I think he wants to be born in the late 60s so that he's actually old enough to actually enjoy the music of the 1970s. Yeah. Uh, but that's the main, that's the only minor thing. I think this is a very odd song. I was extremely surprised to hear and see a song like this. Um, I love the kind of, um, it's it's got a very m- melancholic, almost fadu feel to it but is not in that style whatsoever. Mm. So it, it feels quite familiar, but also doesn't. I think his voice is I just, it's such an amazing voice. It's interesting as well. You said about like him having that uh, uh, approach to be able to do different types of voices. Um, on the Junior Eurovision website, it said specifically that when he was on uh the voice kids uh he his best song that he did was uh begin oh, okay like the manaskin version so i can kind of hear the kind of thing that he might be into the the kind of genre that he might be heading towards mm. um i love the rockiness i love his voice i think he looks really cool I like the kind of slightly slightly mental health but not very obvious theming to the song. I love I love his jumper in the video. <laughs> I love that jumper. I love it. I absolutely love it. However, I just think this is going to get forgotten in the midst. I hope it doesn't. 
it's just like their song from last year the lad who did the lovely yeah. jazzy i that was just the most amazing song and if i if i remember rightly i think it got like trashed by the juries yeah and then did massively in the televote yeah, yeah. um it might go that way again although I, I think people who like this kind of thing are going to be voting for it. It's whether those people are going to be the people at home watching this. Yeah. You know, are rockers going to be watching this kind of show? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, I, it's it's not going to win, but I hope it does something. Yeah. Well, what about you, John? Well, I have to say how much I admire Portugal for doing something yet again that is nothing like any of the other, any of the other songs. Yeah. yeah. Um, like we had the Pure Fado song last year, and this year this um, kid with a really interesting grungy voice. Um, yeah, I don't have much to add um, other than how much I admire Portugal's gumption. Yeah. Well okay. done, Portugal. Yeah, yes. well done. <laughs> they're like they're like to Junior what uh, Georgia is to um, Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that makes that makes me think of a conversation I have with my husband about the fact that it's really weird how certain countries do really well in Junior. Yeah. Yes. And seem to put masses more money and energy and time georgia i'm talking about you into <laughs> your junior than you do in your adult yeah and it's it's just it's very very interesting but again i love george's gumption in eurovision yeah. they just don't care yeah <laughs> they just don't care what you think they're going to send whatever on earth they want yeah and it's going to be entirely them <laughs> uh, okay so let's give it a score so um five <laughs> oh, um oh what would do um three four and the public oh god oh no give no. it a one out of five no how dare you Budget sports we were rooting sports. for you we <laughs> learned something you. from this <laughs> <laughs> I was rooting for us oh, however that goes <laughs> oh, budget sports sports anyway <laughs> okay so we're getting to the tail end of proceedings so let's get cracking so um, next up Serbia. La Serbie. This is Katarina Savic with Svet bez granica, which means world without borders. Um, 
I'll, I'll start. Oh, go you on go. then. You start. No, you no, start, you s- Anne. <laughs> no, you go. No, you go. Um, I don't really have too much to say about this, to be honest. It is an it is a nice kind of kiddie Balkan ballad. It, it's got a nice kind of sound to it. Uh, it's surprising that it has a kind of love theme, and it's quite um, apparent in the video that there's a kind of romantic quality which you don't get in a lot of junior eurovision songs yeah so i kind of applaud the fact that it's got that kind of nice feel to it um i also admire the fact that she's tried to start the um trombone solo trend (laughs) going um i don't think it's for it's not for everybody it's definitely for her but I don't really want to be singing all of my songs now with the trombone solo. <laughs> um, um, I, I am a little bit worried as to how this will be staged, though, because mm. the video is so particular. I did wonder whether she might have some girl and boy dancers and maybe having some kind of plexiglass, Shanaean nevergreen type <laughs> kind of the hands through the kind of wall type thing something like that might be quite nice um although i'd be quite pleased with her just not you know tom dice had me and my guitar we're gonna have her and her trombone (laughs) i think that would just i think maybe less is more for this maybe um okay so um this is another one of my favorites i just think it the melody sounds really pretty and her voice is mm-hmm. really pretty and i like that she plays an instrument which you yes. don't see very often in junior so i'm hoping that somehow she actually plays the trombone on stage i don't know how they they could do it but just like find a way to do it please because <laughs> i think that would be really cool so but so um yeah i don't really have much else to say other than that but it's just a really pretty song so um yeah um what do you think about this john bring on the trombone <laughs> Love it. This I trombone do. makes you my girl. <laughs> doodly, 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 doodly. <laughs> um, yeah, I really hope they pack that trombone. If they yeah. haven't, I will be bitterly disappointed. <laughs> also, yeah. also, I echo your views, Kylie. I think it's a lovely song. It's a very mm. nice waltz, which isn't which makes a nice change. Um, I don't know how well it's going to go in the votes, but I really like it. Okay, so um, anything else before we give it a score? No. No, okay, so I'm going to give this a five. (laughs) Four? I'm going to give it three. Okay, and the public... Give it a three out of five. Okay, so um, next up... Spain. L'Espagne. This is Carlos Higuez with Senorita. Baila conmigo, Senorita. La musica es infinita. 
sometimes already at a bit of an advantage because the Spanish culture, the Spanish language, the Spanish uh, sound, the flamenco kind of thing is already quite known throughout the world that they can whiz out a kind of Spanish sounding song and it already feels like it's something that like you've heard before yeah kind of thing Sp- the spanish kind of feeling has been in kind of dotting in and out for a little while with a bit of reggaeton in it mm. um so it it does feel like it's it already feels quite current and quite like contemporary yeah um the the visuals in the video are really interesting. I, I feel like if they just got some blocks and they just got some dancers and he just interacts with them like in the video, it would work really well. And I think people would, girls and boys would look at that and go, oh, I could I could like be on a stage like that and dance and that kind of thing. Um, it's also interesting talking about... Um, when I said about the French entry having like that rudimentary French that you've got kind of like Ibiza, Senorita, <laughs> Valencia, uh, Ritma and lots of other kind of words where you go, oh, yes, I know that word. It kind of fits in my brain kind of thing. Um, it's uh, uh, having looked at the lyrics the uh, there's a lot of um <laughs> i don't really know how to kind of say it there's a lot of um skirting around the issue yeah. should we say it's it's kind of not going there but it's kind of uh i think about you all the time and yeah. i love your smile and my heart needs you and i'm going to think about you know it's it's not going there, but they might as well have said that, you know, yeah. you might as well just get to the point. Um, 
I can kind of see why it might be a little bit inappropriate, but as long as they keep the visuals quite appropriate, then I think it's something they can get away with. Mm. Um, John, what do you think? Yeah, there are quite a lot of Spanish cliches in there. Um, yeah. And um, it's it would, be, it would be really easy for me to say Alvaro Estrella Jr., but um, <laughs> yeah, um, it kind of is. Yeah, he also yeah, reminds yeah. me, and this is a very niche reference again, but kind of reminds me of a junior version of this guy called Carlito, who was in X Factor USA many years ago. <gasps> yes, I do remember him. The, I- Puerto Rican I do, guy. God, that's really sad that I just admitted <laughs> that I watched that show. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Oh, gosh. Whatever happened to him? I haven't watched know. that show, but I've, like, after you brought up Puerto Rico, I immediately thought of their American Song Contest song from this year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're kind of riding on those coattails. Mm. When did Despacito come out? 2016. Yeah, it feels recent enough for it to still be a thing. Mm. So I, I I know what you're talking about there, Anne. Um, and Kylie. Um, so yeah, and not much to add that you haven't already said. But um, I'm quite happy for the songwriters because there there are a bunch of um writers that have been trying to get a, songs in Eurovision for quite some time, and I think they've finally Spain has finally taken them on. So it's good news. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um anything else before we give it a score? Mm-mm. Um Okay, so I'm gonna give it dos puntos to Tres puntos para España. Yeah. Uh así, tres puntos. Okay, three points. And the public give it cuatro puntos and four points. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so um, we got three songs left to go, so we're almost done. Okay, so um, next up, Ukraine. Ukraine. This is Lata Junka with Neslamna, which means unbreakable. Oh, talking about Kazakhstan we were kind of debating like like you know like mm. kids singing overly serious songs um oh well this song is quite obviously touching on you know kids in Ukraine are going through a hard time right now and stuff like that and it's just kind of like now, I don't want to sound like, you know, Ukraine has no right to send a song like this to Junior Eurovision. I mean, they they are allowed to send whatever they want, but it's just kind of like, 
it kind of hits a weird, awkward note because you got a lot of these songs where kids are being kids and then Ukraine comes along and saying, we're getting bombed every day and stuff like that. And it's just kind of like, uh, awkward. So, um, yeah, yeah, um... I mean, the song, it's, uh, the tune is quite nice, but again, it's just kind of uh, makes me feel a bit uncomfortable. I don't know how you guys feel, so um, yeah, uh, who's next? Um, I, I think this is a, a nice, understated power ballad. It's got a, a, a nice tune. Um, she seems to engage really well with the camera. Um, I also thought it was really interesting. Um, another thing that me and my husband picked up on when we watched this was how different she looks in the video. Because like, there's some bits where she's kind of got her hair straight and then there's bits where she's got her hair really curled up and she looks really different. And um, I did kind of wonder which which look they're going to go for when she appears on the stage. Um, I think it's it's only natural that they are going to have nods to what's going on. Um, I mean, in the video in particular, there was a lot of that light blue and yellow lighting. Um, and obviously they were in kind of like an underground kind of cellar type thing. So you have that kind of claustrophobic feel. Um, I quite liked the chil the children that were kind of uh, around the outside, the way that they were kind of playing with games. And I... I kind of had this idea that maybe if she had some dancers who were like miming that kind of thing and then maybe doing some proper dancing in the choruses so that you had some kind of nods to what the song is about in real life and then something that's more performative um i i, I wouldn't say that they were pushing it too much but then I would feel a little bit weird if it wasn't mentioned or pointed to at all. I think this has got a good balance. Mm. Um, John, what do you think? I can see why they went for this song and under the circumstances. Um, it was a jury choice in the national final. Yeah. Um, the public wanted um, a more folky electronic thing, which would have been a bit like Go A Juniors, and it would yep. have been really interesting, I think, for, for, for Junior Eurovision. Um, but we, we got this, and it, it's fine. I, I understand, as I say. Um, it, it's on a bit of a downer, but um, again, it's understandable. Okay, um, anything else before we give it a score? No, not really. Nope. Okay, I'm going to give this a three. Three. Yeah, three. And the public also give it a three out of five. 
Okay, so two songs left now, and um, we got a country that's making a comeback, and it just so happens to be ours. <laughs> United Kingdom. Les Royaumes-Unis. Uh, this is Freya Sky with Lose My Head. You get what you want when you want it. Your kind should have come with a warning. No, I can't hide from the truth. I lose my head over you. because I'm interested to hear what she thinks about this. Well, can I can I just say how absolutely shocked I was to find that we were going to be doing junior Eurovision again. Same. <laughs> I just where I I would like to know and maybe one of you two knows or maybe somebody out there in the you, you know metaverse universe Mastonaverse, Twitterverse, <laughs> whatever it's called this year, um, mm-hmm. w- where when this decision was made, because I kind of think like like if if some rider is is this to do with the fact that we're hosting, I or suspect is it to do with is, the yeah. fact that we did well, or is it the fact I did think whether with the TikTok thing whether they're trying to get more younger viewers interested in mm. everything and they've. Or was this planned from ages ago? Well, I I did hear um, the HOD talk talking on the Eurotrip podcast, and I think that talks had been going for some time. But I think um, the fact that we did so well in Eurovision kind of accelerated it. Okay, mm, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So. When I come to the song, I think it's a really punchy, powerful song. It's got a great groove to it. Um, It's not too dissimilar to the other up-tempo, girly songs that we've already reviewed. But this seems to have a much punchier delivery. This seems to have a lot more... The, the mix is much more definite hmm. and is much more defined and seems to know where it is. And Freya Sky seems to know who she is as well. She seems to sing really well. The dancers also make a very, very interesting show. Um, and although it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, a dissy song, she does have a, a very relatable way of putting it across. It could, you know, she could be like, oh, you should come with a warning. Uh, I'm going to lose my head. Uh-uh. <laughs> she could be quite attitude like the Gilmore Girls before. Um, that She doesn't come across as that. Um, I was interested to see her performance on Children in Need which I thought she did actually really well. And I hope that some of the thing she tried a few things that didn't quite work. And I, I hope she reins it in a little bit and works up where she needs to sing and where she doesn't need to sing. 
so that her actual performance at Eurovision is at Junior Eurovision is spot on because I don't think this is far off. Okay, so like the the reason why I um wanted to um have you first because I was aware there was some controversy with say, with some people saying oh this looks too grown up and stuff like that and um like well, what do you think I I get I get that but what I would say is in particular with her outfit like everyone this summer was wearing belly tops yeah. with their bellies out and their belly buttons out and she was doing that, but it's a stage costume, yeah, as well. That you know, and her dancers have got something very, very similar. And she's not being provocative, no, she's not dancing in a provocative way. It it does come across as a stage outfit, and mm. I think it should be viewed as that. And also whenever she's been on the telly doing the the show this um this song she's been wearing the same outfit okay so so it, she's it's like that's the outfit that's the brand that's the look that she's going for and oh, I, 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 I don't she is i don't really see anything that much wrong with it to be honest, she's not showing that much more than other people would, mm. to be honest. And I think that makes us slightly aspirational to some of the girls watching. Like, I could be like her. Mm. Yeah, I do agree with you because, like, I've heard of the controversy before I listened to the songs. And uh, when I did watch the video, I was kind of like, Okay, this is kind of grown up, but I don't think this is inappropriate or anything. Like, I've, you know, it's not much different to what your average teenager wears these days, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, Yeah, I I think this is definitely aiming towards more the teenage end of the junior audience kind of thing and you know that that that's a, not a bad thing at all i mean you know um both of poland's winners are good examples of very teenage songs that did very well and stuff like that and i think we can do pretty well i think um and yeah it's um yeah i uh I, I I didn't watch um, the Children in Need thing because uh, I don't really watch that show. But, um, you know, if um, we put on a um, solid stage show similar to the video and um, from what I hear, she sings pretty well. Like, I think we could do pretty well. So um, I'm just glad that um, we actually sent a pretty good song. So, um Yay, good, good on us, I guess. <laughs> um, what about you, John? Oh, well, I can definitely remember um, when the UK took part junior, in junior the first time round. Um, I remember watching it um, when it arrived to 
medium fanfare, shall we say, over on ITV. <laughs> and um, then because the ratings weren't quite what they were looking for, it was shunted over to ITV2 for a couple of years and then it was dropped altogether. Um, I hope um, the BBC will stick with the contest for a while. Mm. Um, I think a good result this year will set us on the right track. Um, I don't think the ratings will be amazing because it's on the sun Sunday afternoon and I'm getting yeah. flashbacks now to when our national final used to be on a Sunday afternoon, you know, uh. just after songs of praise. Um, <laughs> um, what makes me think that it will do well is, like you've already said, um, it's a kind of song that kids and teenagers would listen to, much like... Um, mm. Kami Kami last year and the two Polish winners. Yeah. Um, so let's see. And fingers crossed. Yeah, um, fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, by just, the way, I'm just sorry. I'm just doing a little bit of um, a bit of research, really. So um, just thinking about. Um, the CBBC audience, mm. who obviously uh, uh, this is kind of tied to. There's there's a show on CBBC called The Next Step. Have either of you heard of it? No. So it's no. it is a. I want to say it's Canadian. Yeah, it's a Canadian show, and it's basically like a dance school. And they're all like, they do acrobatics and they do all different types of dances. And Ooh. they wear far less <laughs> than she does. Um, and it, and some of their, their outfits and some of their um, dancing is far more provocative Oof. Than, than theirs are. Not necessarily... So, necessarily like sexual or anything like that, but it's just very much more kind of you're dancing with people and you're dancing girls and boys and kind of like kind of on the floor and things like that. And it's it's far more kind of if you think if you think what she's wearing is bad, you ain't <laughs> seen nothing yet. Yeah. Um, I would also say, um, I would say. If you looked at Maria Isabel, yeah, when she won, and what they were wearing, that's not really that much different. No, not really. I mean, their skirts were short. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, I didn't watch that show live because I've only like the last ten years been following Junior Eurovision, but I am aware that. Even back then, there was a little bit of controversy about the performance for that one. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I think if that's the worst thing that you can say about this entry, then it's not actually that bad. <laughs> really, uh, that's that's a pretty good point. Okay, um, anything else before we give it a score? I mean, at least um, there isn't a World Cup game over on the other side. So maybe, <laughs> maybe people, maybe people will tune in. Maybe, maybe. 
<laughs> okay, so um, let's do the scores. I'm going to give this a four. Four? Yeah, four. And the public, give it a five out of five. What? Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> I saw that wow. coming, actually. Oh, okay. Okay, so... Um, um, Oh, by the way, I completely forgot um, when I last checked that my Eurovision scoreboard app for the junior songs, this was actually the top, so... Um, wow. Yeah. Um, kind Talk of about bang. coming back with a bang. <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully we live up to expectations, so um, we'll see. Yeah, but remember, Me? Europe hates us. They don't vote for us. Remember that? <laughs> Brexit ruined everything. They'll never vote for us. Oh, oh dear. It's all political. It's always yeah. been political. They hate us. Maybe we are going to Glasgow next year after all. Yes, yes. That would be a nice consolation prize, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah we could have two Eurovisions in a year. Yeah. <laughs> one 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 England, one Scotland. Yeah. And of course Wales gets nothing as usual. <laughs> oh no. Oh well. Okay, so last but by no means last but by no means least, we've got one last song and it's the host entry. Armenia. Armenia. This is Nare with Dance. Um, I've dubbed this as Dua Liparmenia. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> that's basically what this is. It's very earwormy. Um, it's kind of got that low fi kind of it's 80s, slightly 90s dancey vibe. I do, however, find this a little underwhelming. Um, and I feel that there's a little bit of style over substance. In particular, I think it's I think it's terrible that in the video she's in the car and not having a safety belt on. Tut tut tut. Tut tut tut. No. Uh, uh, uh. You might um. get away with that on Armenia, but not here you don't. Um <laughs> What I tell you what exactly what the song needs, and I hope John will know the reference that I'm talking about here, <laughs> is that this needs uh, an instructional dance routine. Yeah. Because when she's going dance, 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 doing it side to side, there needs to be a kind of jump 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 and then doing something with your hands side to side and then left to right and up and down Is almost this... like you need <laughs> everybody move your body we are dancing no which they then ditched so they need the opposite <laughs> there isn't one in the video so they now need one at eurovision 
<laughs> yeah. Is this going to be an instructional dance that they don't use on the, on the show? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I I just feel like it was a bit of a missed opportunity that they had this bit in the dance that tells you what to do, but she doesn't actually do any of that in the video. Shame. Yes. So I, 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 yeah, I just, uh, it's a bit, I I don't know. I feel like it needed, it needs a, it's a bit, I guess it's a little bit of a fallback from their win last year. It's not quite that ethereal, but it's still, it needs to be a little bit more energetic or, I don't know, maybe in the live performance it might come to life. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the song. I thought it was a really cute song and it was really really um you know i like a good dance bop so so i so it was kind of up my street um i do kind of get the feeling that you know that that you know the kind of like uh, like oh we want to you know show ourselves really well because it's uh eurovision is at at our backyard but we yeah. don't want to win again but <laughs> yes but like yes who knows you know we didn't expect poland to win two ice in a row so who knows but um no. yeah i think this will do very well and uh, i think the home crowd will be very happy yes about that. so yeah that's what you want so like it when it junior eurovision is in your country you you want a song that would make the the kids uh, in the audience really happy but like not quite win again kind of thing so yeah yeah, i think it definitely does that job so yeah um what about you john yeah i have seen other people say that um you know i mean you want to do well on home ground but not win but i i kind of disagree with that because it feels to me like this is a very good song um you know professionally produced and very catchy Mm -hmm. maybe to the point of being repetitive at times but still i I think it's um certainly not going to disgrace them (laughs) um and um depending on the energy they give on the on the stage will hopefully do very well for Armenia yet again. Yeah. Okay, so anything else before we give the final scores of the night? Nope. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to give this a four. Um, it's a four. Uh, uh, three. And the public, give it a four out of five. Okay, so that's all it all done. So I just gotta press the magic button on my spreadsheet there. So okay, how are we gonna do this? Um okay, we got a bit of a tie, so we'll do a top six and a bottom three. although it's okay. kind of kind of cruel to do a bottom three for junior, but it's just kind of like like, like, kind of want to know these things. Okay, did, so did, did we did we remember to give everyone an automatic twelve? 
Oh, they haven't done that in a while, so... No. Oh, wait, we don't do that anymore. No. Oh, well. Oh, well. Okay, so um, let's do the bottom three first. So in third bottom place, we're... Oh, by the way, the, the, this is a pretty high school, so, like, shouldn't be really embarrassed about these. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in third bottom place with 11 points is Albania. Yeah. No. And in second last place with 10 points is Malta. Oh. And then in last place with 9 points is North Macedonia. Sorry. Oh, but- Oh, oh my god, game. that's so terrible. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna like defriend you already. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. okay. okay, let's do the top six now. So, in joint third place, there are four countries <laughs> with, oh, wow. with 15 points. Ooh. And, um,. Uh, I'm going to announce these in alphabetical order. So the first one in joint food is Armenia. Mm. Uh, the second one is Georgia. Hey. Uh, the third one is Italy. Good. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and the fourth one is Serbia. Oh. <laughs> Okay, and the song in second place with 16 points is Ireland. Whoa. Yeah. Great. (laughs) And then our winner with 17 points is the United Kingdom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Is this a first? <laughs> I think I think the UK has never won anything on this podcast before. Um, I'm not sure they might have won Aww. our '97 review. I'm not sure. I need to look up that spreadsheet. Mm, if my memory says no, but oh, I could probably, be wrong. Probably not. I don't know. I need to look up the spreadsheet. But, um, yeah. Yeah, um, we're not biased. I swear we're not. No, oh, no, no. <laughs> wow. Who just oh. thought it? Yeah, who'd have thought it? <laughs> yeah. Ah. Wow. Okay, so that's it for our Junior Eurovision 2020. Sorry, 2022 <laughs> review. Sorry. Okay, so before we um, end this, just thanks once again to Anne for coming in and guesting on the show. We'll, of course, have you on at some point soon again. Yeah, no problem, guys. Thank you very much for inviting me. Yay! Thank you. Okay, so um, the... the actual show will be happening this upcoming Sunday, so um, maybe Monday, but you know, it's sometime soon after the show, me and John will do our reactions podcast, reacting to all the results and stuff like that, so, which will be quite fun. And then, yeah, um, so we got that to look forward to uh, next week. Yeah. We sure do. Yep. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> so until next time, goodbye. Bye-bye.